0: It's the Morgan Evans More or Less Pickleball Podcast coming at you in three, two, one. Boom. Today, my guest is a special individual. Now the word special guest gets thrown around a lot and I am definitely guilty, but today I really do mean it. This man played in the NFL for seven years, ultimately winning the Super Bowl with the Patriots in 2017. We're going to talk about elite performance, home life, maybe some video games, and how pickleball has helped him find a competitive life after football. Please welcome Shay McClellan. How are you, mate? Good. Everything's good over here. How are you doing? Yeah, it's, uh, as well as can be expected in these times, it's uh, it's a difficult time to be alive. How are you coping?
1: Good, good. You know, I get three kids, uh, all boys under five, so uh, it's chaotic. Trying to keep them busy, but we got our hands full and it's just, uh, you know, our days go by fast because uh, we're always busy, you know, nonstop with these dudes trying to trying to keep them alive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I imagine stopping fights and building blocks. Are uh, pretty important parts of your day.
1: Yes, exactly. A lot of fights, a lot of breaking up fights, dealing with fires. But it's so rewarding to be a parent. I
0: love it, and want to ask for anything. I hear good things. I hear good things. I uh, haven't tried it yet, but who knows? Or maybe I have, and I just don't know. (laughs) So tell me, you you reached the pinnacle of uh, of any football player's career in 2017, winning the Super Bowl with the Patriots that's got to be tough to come down from how, how was it in the wake
1: it was unbelievable honestly you worked your whole t- career to one goal and then you know once you finally reach that goal it there's nothing else like it. In that. And then and, and after that, it's like, all right, what do I do next? But that's what I was trying to figure out. But a lot of celebrating after the moment, with the teammates, family, friends, you, know, you finally reach the one goal you've been working towards your entire life. And then, you know, unfortunately, injuries forced me to quit playing in the NFL. Otherwise, I'd probably still be playing. But after I was done, what's next? And, uh, you know, that's what I'm working on right now.
0: Oh, yeah, it's tough. What uh, What kind of injuries was it?
1: Uh, you know, I had a lot of different injuries to the body, uh, mainly like hands and wrists, but, uh, well, The ones that forced me to quit were concussions, too many concussions.
0: Do you think there's anything that can be done about that?
1: Not enough research right now. You, you just don't know. So talking to the doctors, neurologists, it's just smarter just to be done and don't risk anything. There's there's so much bad media about concussions and head injuries. And your brain is your most important organ in your body. So I think uh, in the long run, it's just better to be smart. You never know what's going to happen in the future.
0: Certainly. I'm curious, have you ever seen uh, Aussie rules football, AFL? It's
1: just rugby, right?
0: No, no, rugby is a different, different animal. Wow. AFL is played on a giant oval, 18 players a side. They're typically running at each other at full steam, but they don't get to wear helmets or any, any padding. Yeah. And it's quite, it's quite amazing how few, relative to the length of the game and how, how often games happen, and how many players are on the field how few concussions there are. There's still plenty. Don't get me wrong. It's not a safe sport by any stretch of the imagination. Right, okay. But because they're not wearing a helmet and, and heavy pads, I think the the natural instinct to preserve your brain especially um, kind of kicks in close to tackle. Um, and uh, they tend not to have as many compared to NFL players that are, you know, you're wearing this giant super uh, suit of armor. Right. Um, <laughs> Which allows you to do superhuman things—things things that you you know you wouldn't do in, in a uh, in a grocery store. Let's be honest.
1: <laughs> exactly. I think you're right. Since we have huge helmet protecting our head and huge shoulder pads, we're like, all right, let's just go out there and you know sacrifice our body because you know we have protection, right? But when you see rugby or the AFLs, right? Is that what you
0: call? Yeah, AFL.
1: Yeah, it's like, all right, I don't have anything to protect my head, so I'm going to use my shoulder. I'm going to use more of my arms, even more of my body. So I think in that aspect, definitely. And you know in the nfl there there are some teams and even in you know high school and college level for American football, there are some teams that are starting to teach the rugby tackle now nice, yeah, you know same foot, same shoulder instead of you know just get your head in there, which some teams still take. Teach, but I think more teams are just because of concussions and all that. I think more teams are leading to that rugby type tackling.
0: That's fantastic. That's that's good to hear. Jeez, I had no idea. I'm glad. uh, If nothing else, this podcast has cleared something up for me. That's brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) So now you've you've been playing pickleball. Obviously, this is kind of a pickleball podcast, but yeah, it's it's a bit of a mix mix and mash you've you found pickleball last august i believe yeah so i did a little research on you um how did you get started who introduced you
1: it was my wife actually yeah last august for my birthday she's like oh i got a surprise for you i was like okay so she takes me to this local i didn't know what we we're doing obviously it's a surprise but she takes me to this local course and i was like what are we gonna do play tennis because you know i, I have no, no idea and then there and it's pickleball and like we had a, actually in high school. We went to high school together. Um, we had a uh, a sports class, and one of the sports they taught us was pickleball. So we actually played pickleball before. But going there, and she surprised me with that. And ever since that, she took me there. I've just been hooked on it, and I've, I've been dealing with anxiety and depression ever since I've been done playing. Football. So this is something that I, you know I've been looking for. Is something to get me away from that anxiety and depression, to not distract me, but just to help me with it.
0: Yeah, fill a void.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's been something. that has been great, and it's keeping my competitive drive going. And I think that's something that I've been needing for the last couple of years because I wasn't sure exactly what's next because football's over with, and it's just a short period of your life. Ball is, and you have so much more life to live after. So it's like oh, I got, I got to find something else. And so right now, it's just getting after this pickleball thing, and you know, uh, trying to get better.
0: Good man. And you, you played your first tournament only about six months after you started. Is that something you know you had planned, and you knew you were ready to do it, or you're like, yeah, I'm just going to throw myself in the deep end and hope for the best?
1: yeah so i uh i honestly I, when i was playing pickleball i was like oh this is fun you know and then i started to research it more and more and um people started telling me oh have you played any tournaments i was like no nah, i never played in tournament and then doing more and more research there's uspa and you can get ratings. i was like oh man that's actually a really cool idea and uh, you know i started out i was like oh man what do i you know what do you even start out what level do i start out like I'm, i barely started playing i think so I started in August. My first tournament that I actually did was in November. So it was it was pretty
0: quick. Oh, oh wow. Okay.
1: Still didn't even know exactly how to play. Just an athlete and I think I I went in at 30, which is I mean obviously for someone like you is like whatever. You know, it's just, you know, it's beginner level, right? So I went in at 30 and I actually won the tournament in singles. Nice. But it wasn't because I was good at pickleball. It was just because my athletic ability, I got away with a lot, honestly. <laughs> I got away with a lot of bad shots and bad decisions, but it was a lot of fun. And uh, I've done four tournaments since then and either took first or second in singles. And I've done a couple doubles mixed with my wife. And those didn't go too well. You know, she's, she's a, a she doesn't play as much as me either. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> someone told me, you know, never, never play with your wife. It's just, it's more like marriage counseling, honestly. It's yeah. not like you're going to go out there and compete because, you know, just arguing the whole time. But we've been, we've been getting better. As far as that aspect goes, so it's, it's been a lot of fun.
0: That's good, mate. Yeah, it's it's one of the best pieces of advice anyone can can give you. But if you can make it work, then for sure it's it's an amazing amazing thing to be able to share with your uh, your partner. For sure. For sure. Have you have you ever met or heard of a guy named uh, Glenn Peterson?
1: I don't think so. No,
0: he's a senior pro. He's a Selkirk guy, and he's just one of those guys. He's just so nice. He he makes you actually. He makes you feel like a bad person just because of how nice he is. <laughs> you know, I, I love the guy; he's great. And he he said something I'll never forget. It he he always plays with his uh, his wife Paula, um, yeah. and it looks like he always has done. He never never plays with anyone else. Right, and she's maybe a uh, she's probably a four oh four five, yeah. and he's a you know a top level player. Right. Um, but when he plays mixed, he plays with her and he always has a smile on his face. There's they never roll their eyes and awesome. you know, once a a long time ago I asked him, I said, Glenn, how do you do it, mate? What's what's the secret? And he looked at me and he said, Morgan, she's the secret. Awesome. And and I was like, Oh, you're even nicer than I thought. Right, like right. <laughs> and he just melted my heart in one <laughs> one. Moment.
1: I thought you were about to crack a joke, but no.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> that's fair. I do, I do like a good joke, but it's it's something that uh, has always stuck with me. I've played one tournament with my better half, Jen. Yeah, and there were ups and downs. We we got through in the end, but um, never again. <laughs>
1: it's definitely something that I strive to do, though. Like Glenn, you know what I mean. That would it would be awesome to play for tournaments for my whole life with her but as much as i play and she does it i don't know if it's just gonna work out like that you know
0: it's it's hard yeah you never know yeah we'll see it is what it is we're gonna take a quick break there for a little quick tip from our sponsor at coach me pickleball practice makes perfect right my name is morgan evans and i have to tell you that practice doesn't make perfect perfect practice makes progress That's why we've created Coach Me Pickleball. At Coach Me Pickleball, you'll find an extensive and growing library of lessons on topics covering every aspect of pickleball for every level of player. For one small monthly fee, you'll get access to every video in our library, with new content added every month. Check out coachmepickleball.com to sign up for a free seven-day membership. Ah, that's good stuff there. Okay, let's get back to the interview. Who do you get to train with? Who, you know, what are you working on? Who do you train with?
1: So actually my like pickleball coach, I guess you could say, is Dan Roditty. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he lives out here. We've become really, really close friends and uh, he's been helping me out and coaching me up. And, you know, I take lessons from him two to three times a week. So I'm just trying to get better and just learn pickleball. Is, it's easy to pick up, but it's so hard to master it's the little detail things, which is which the hardest. And like, I have no background of any racket sports at all. Nothing. I've never played any other racket sport in my life besides ping pong. And I, you know, I've only played it like casually a few times. So for me, this is such a new... And interesting and hard challenge for me. Any other sport I play, I pick up boom instantly. I'm not. I'm not. You know, saying I'm great at it, but I can pick it up and be good at it in a few. A few weeks, like pickleball, is not like that, man. Like I'm having. You know, I'm trying to work on my backhand, and it's so many little detail things with your hand placement, paddle, and the level of keeping your weight down and your footwork, it's just so many little things that it's so it's so tough and challenging for me that I think that's what's driving me each day. And, you know, working with Dan, he's been getting me better and teaching me a lot. So it's been a lot of fun for sure out here.
0: That's awesome. He, uh, he has one of the best backhands in the game for sure. So if anyone's qualified to to teach you that
1: yeah and i'm I'm over here you know taking lessons from him and every time i mess up one of my backhands like i always compare myself to you know i don't know why i do it but i'm comparing myself to him and which i can't because his backhand is like just ridiculous you know he'll show me how to do i'm like how the heck do you do that like i'm trying to do that nope you know what i mean like (laughs) it it, it's uh it takes time don't think i'll ever have a backhand like dan but he's been teaching me a lot so i'm grateful for that
0: he's a top bloke for sure did um, do you attend his church as well?
1: No, I don't. No, we uh, we're actually planning on doing like a couple study together, though. So, oh, nice. He's a great dude for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. No, maybe I'll get him on the show one day, and yeah. he can tell me some uh, deeper things about the uh, Shay McClellan that we don't know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like. You know, I, I read a few interviews about you. It does seem like you're someone who is, you know, generally at peace with the, the end of your f- football career. Now, is that, is that because, you know, you're generally a, a happy person or more towards you just understand what's in your control and you, and you refuse to focus on things that are out of your control?
1: Yeah, I think honestly it's a little bit of both. I'm a pretty even killed person. I don't get too high, too low, no matter what the situation is. But I knew playing football and even before I got into the NFL that it's not gonna last forever, right? Like even the best players only play till they're thirty five to forty. So you have so much life to live afterwards. And I realized that, you know, I knew it wasn't gonna last forever. And a lot of people don't and I think that's where they get stuck and you know, that's where, you know, bad things happen after football is cause their whole life, they've been, you know, it's just been just football. And for me, it was never like that. Like, yeah, I I, I want to say I loved football. You know, I love competition. Like, that's me. I love the competition mm-hmm. of it. I love any type, type of competition, whether it's, you know, playing football, basketball, whether it's chess. Like, I'm always trying to win. It doesn't matter what it is. Like, you know, so I never actually loved football. I love the competition, but it's something that I did because I could. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, it wasn't like no, this is life or death for me. But well, I did it because, you know, I was blessed enough. The Lord blessed me with talent and I was big, and you know, so I got lucky enough and blessed enough to be able to do it.
0: Well, to a certain extent, you you certainly make your own luck, right? Um, but it sounds like, you know, football was a, a vehicle for you to – to channel your kind of competitive, competitive urges. And it was the perfect fit based on your kind of size and athleticism and your growing up in, uh, in Idaho. Yeah. (laughs) So that's great, man. Jeez. I, I feel like there are, there are not that many people that can really have that attitude coming from the kind of highs that you've experienced which you know very few people on the planet have ever experienced you know when when people watch the celebration party of the super bowl and the streamers come down we all sit here and wonder like god can you even imagine yeah. and realistically no one really can i mean you're looking at yeah. gold medal winning olympic athletes and you bunch and it's high, and it's it's great to be able to kind of bring it all down to earth and and talk to you about what actually what's what firstly what it's actually like and you know whether or not you had realized at the time that this may indeed be the pinnacle um, and how quickly that depression sort of you know kicks in afterwards right, right. It's, a, it's a very interesting kind of almost phenomenon that you hear about when olympic athletes finally you know get their gold medal almost every one of them report a serious depression coming in afterwards and it's like the it's like the the mind's way of getting people to train again to keep you know get back on the court or get back on the field because if you if you just kept that level of happiness you know why would you bother go to, going to you know train again right um right. it would just be oh well i'll just live on this high i've, I've reached this this level of success you know, if if you didn't start you know having those those feelings of depression, you might just be like, no, the couch is good for me. I'm yeah. gonna uh, I'm gonna play video games.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and on that subject, what video games are you playing these days?
1: Man, I've been playing the MLB the show actually on PlayStation Four a lot recently. I'm just missing sports right now, so gotta get my fix somehow. And <laughs> the MLB FIFA Call of Duty, the basics
0: the basics <laughs> the, the, the staples for every red-blooded man to right, right. <laughs> beat people and kill people <laughs>
1: yeah exactly exactly that,
0: that's good stuff that's good stuff I think it's time for another episode of Pickleball Trivia Welcome to Pickleball Trivia. I've got a couple of contestants on the line, ready to go head to head. Firstly, I've got Joe Tony from Alberta, Canada. Joe, how you doing, mate? How you holding up?
2: A bit of a slow time right now, I think, for everyone. But I'm I'm staying home, staying safe, so doing all right.
0: Good man, smart man, excellent. You will be going up against none other than, than Cody Newman from Woodby Island, Washington. How are you, Cody?
3: Good, Morgan. Thanks for having me on the show. Excited.
0: No worries, no worries. We, uh, we need this young blood to you know, really propel the game, so excited to have you. Yeah. Now, you're one of 63 Newmans, is that right?
3: Yeah, no, you're pretty close there, pretty close there.
0: <laughs> God, there's so many.
3: Yeah, <laughs> a good majority of us. Yeah, and
2: they're all over yeah. sixty. They're,
0: they're huge. Are you as uh, as keen on Dairy Queen oh, as man. your brothers and sisters?
3: I am on a uh, first name basis with the owners on the uh, island Dairy Queen. They they know my order As soon as I walk in, <laughs> they get excited. They know they're about to make a good uh chunk of change.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Good man. Good man. All right. So Joe is going to be contestant number one. He will have the serve, and I'm going to ask him a pickleball question. If you answer correct, Joe, you get to continue. Uh, you get the point and you get to continue answering questions. If you get it wrong or pass, then uh, Cody's going to get a chance. And so on and so forth. Okay. The first person to get to five points is the winner. And they get bragging rights. And, of course, an incredible Selkirk gift voucher. There we go. You ready to go at it, guys? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, Joe Tony. What year was pickleball invented?
1: Oh my
2: goodness. I'm going to guess. Say 1971.
0: That is incorrect, unfortunately. It is very close, very close. But. Oh, don't give him any hints. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. That means, Cody, you get a chance to steal that point. Any ideas?
3: Said 75. I'll go with the. I'll go with I'll go with nineteen
0: seventy. Inches away from greatness. Oh no. It is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is nineteen sixty-five.
3: Uh, yeah, do I get the point for being close or
0: yeah? Yeah, no. Very uh, no. <laughs> close. I mean I'd I'd love if I was a much nicer guy, yeah. I'd totally give it to you. <laughs> okay, that means Joe, you managed to uh to keep the serve there. In a 2 out of 3 to 11 point game of singles, how many timeouts per game is a player allowed to call? Two. Two, yeah. That's exactly right. Well played. Thank you. I mean, I had faith in you. I had complete faith. I, had, I was semi-faith.
2: I actually, I actually played Riley Newman, his brother, brother or cousin, brother, in singles last year, and he kicked my butt, (laughs) kicked my butt pretty good. So (laughs) during the club, I take all my timeouts. That's how I know.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. Well done. All right. That means Joe, you're on to question two. Who was the naming sponsor for the 2018 National Championships held at Indian Wells Tennis Garden? Selkirk. Oh. Uh, oh no,
2: it's uh, not, but that's okay.
0: I know. Yeah, it was almost a trick question. It's not really, but almost. That means, Cody, you get a chance here, bud. Who was the naming sponsor for the 2018 national championships at Indian Wells Tennis Garden?
3: Jeez, he said Selkirk. That was my go-to as well. <laughs> Jeez, we'll go. We'll go Franklin.
0: Franklin, unfortunately, incorrect.
2: C- can I? Can I answer again, Morgan, or is it
0: done? No, you cannot. I mean, listen—you you won't get a point, and you're gonna con- you're gonna continue serve anyway. But do you know what it is? Yeah, Margaritaville. Oh, it sir. is Margaritaville. Good job. It's a shame it doesn't count for a point. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's
2: just good to know.
0: <laughs> so we're on to your next question. So far, only one point uh, has been won, Joe. Aspen Kern, the founder of the Pickleball Forum, was unsuccessfully sued by which fellow player?
2: I'm going to say Scott Lippitt. Ooh. Ooh, that would have been a good one.
0: Yeah. But no. Hey, what well, went? <laughs> but <laughs> unfortunately, that was a very successful suit. No, no. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that is incorrect. That means, Cody, you get a chance.
3: Jeez, I don't want to be rude to anyone or anything uh, by <laughs> saying their name, but... Uh... Go we'll
0: go Ben Johns, maybe? Ben Johns, ooh. I
3: think he's too nice of a guy. Yeah, that guy's super nice. Too nice,
0: uh <laughs> Yeah, no, this one uh this guy is not as nice as Ben Johns, but no. almost nobody's as nice as Ben Geez. <laughs> it is uh Timothy <laughs> Nelson. Ah, true Tim Nelson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's where the name uh, Nasty Nelson comes from. <laughs>
3: Good
0: N- enough. Yep. <laughs> not because of the that's suit, funny. but uh <laughs> I think he was—he <laughs> was pretty good at hitting people at the uh, the kitchen line. There we go. <laughs> All right, Joe. So you continue the serve here.
2: Wow, this is really good. Yeah, i even getting them right, and I'm still serving. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is a
0: time—there is a time limit somehow.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. In 2019, one woman was inducted into the pickleball Hall of Fame. Who was it?
2: Who uh, did Tyler Loom used to play mixed doubles with? I'm going to say Jennifer Jennifer Lucor.
0: Yes, that is correct. Is it actually? It, it actually is. Yeah, I, I'm as surprised as you are.
2: You know what's funny? She actually like just she just added me on Facebook, oh. like probably ten minutes ago. But I didn't I didn't check anything. That's amazing. But I've seen that name before. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you got it right. I'm proud of you. We're all we're all proud of you. Even Cody. Thank you. It's kind of I appreciate proud. that. <laughs> Even that like was that. a hard one. <laughs> all right, moving on to your next question. You have a 2-0 lead, Cody. You're going to have to lift the game somehow. Three men are credited with the invention of the game of pickleball. What are their names? I've
2: got, I've got no idea. There's a, I mean, I know the guy who, Steve Parento. he was the one who started the pickleball videos, but I don't know if he was an inventor of the game. He was not. You know what, Cody? See you step up there.
0: Yeah, Cody. A little bit of pressure.
3: Do I need to know the... Uh... The name names I know I don't know it was it the Barn Brothers I don't I'm not sure about their in the in their dad right the three because of them
0: those are the inventors of Selkirk. pickleball is is the is, oh yeah, Selkirk. yeah that's a different thing
3: dang no that I, I got no clue then that, that's who I was stuck on
0: okay well at least you're honest that's fair
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can tell he's sponsored yeah <laughs> he, yeah
0: he, he is yeah that's
3: the people I got stuck in my name
0: yeah uh, they're not bad names to get stuck in they'll appreciate it don't worry. <laughs> All right, so Joe, you keep the serve here. Somehow, this is, this is quite a hi- historic match, I'll be honest.
2: <laughs> We're two young guys. We don't know a lot of the, the history, I guess, right now. That's true.
0: Okay, all right. Well, we'll see if we can't get you over the line. This is going to be a team effort. Okay, Joe, the correct height for the net at the sidelines is how high in inches?
2: Man, we don't use inches in Canada. Uh...
0: <laughs> all right, I will let you do it in centimeters. I'm a, I'm a metric fan.
2: I, I'm not saying I know it in centimeters
0: either. Okay.
2: But I'm gonna say seven in- inches.
0: Did you say seven inches?
2: No, sorry. Seven. I'm from Canada. <laughs> He's from Canada. Seven inches, dude. Let me think. That's
0: that's barely ping pong.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how much in inches. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Thirty inches.
0: That is unfortunately incorrect, Cody. This could be your big chance. Could be.
3: I thought it was three feet.
0: Yeah. No. But in inches.
3: Oh, uh,
0: 36 inches, sorry. 36 inches? Cody, you're on the board. Oh, there we go. God, look at that. Wow. Wow. There we go. The whole Newman clan, there's a collective sigh of relief. Wow,
3: good job. Yeah. I was about to get some text here soon telling me to pick it up.
0: That means you have the serve and you get a chance to answer more questions. Your question is, Steve Dawson is the owner and operator of which Californian based pickleball and tennis club?
3: Jeez, I'm going to have to pass that over. That's a good looking pass.
0: All right. Yeah. <laughs> now over to you, Joe.
3: Yeah, I wish I could go to this
2: tournament, um, the SoCal, but is it Bobby Riggs?
0: Bobby Riggs, that is correct.
2: Looks like a beautiful facility.
0: All right. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, it's a good time. Okay, Joe, your next question. You have a 3 1 lead. Uh, are you feeling confident i
2: mean yeah I, I like to think so unless you ask me more measurement questions and us denominations but outside <laughs> of that um i i like to think my chances are pretty good you know cody's given me a a few softies here so yeah, that's always helpful
3: no no worries
0: i'm going to set up a uh, you know us versus canada imperial versus metric let's <laughs> see uh, see who comes out on top <laughs> All right, but for now, your next question is, which controversial player currently holds the unofficial world record in paddle-throwing distance?
3: Jeff Warnick. Jeff Warnick. Dang, that was quick.
0: That is for point number four. Were you there? Did you, did you see it?
2: I wasn't there. However, I was talking uh, with a friend of mine, Lauren Strabman. She was saying that I should impersonate Jeff Warnick on my next video. Yep. And she said, just make sure you throw the paddle as far as you can and <laughs> so i've i've heard and seen from experience that he's a he's a bit of a heated guy at times so i just figured that that would be a pretty safe guess. yes but i don't know the story specifically
0: well i will tell you <laughs> he was playing a uh he was playing a match against uh, i believe it was tyler lung and uh alex hamner alex hamner was the one you were thinking of before cody or joe yes and he was playing with michelle Esquivel, i believe and they lost. It was a really tight match. It went back and forward at the at the end, and he lost. And the noise before the paddle was epic. That alone would have been uh, several code violations. But then he launched this thing, and I think it actually almost hit Steve Deacon. It was uh, like three or four courts away, lengthways. It was amazing. Wow. Oh, yeah. And it kind of almost had like a boomerang thing, but it ended up with a nice S-bend. It, uh, it was a thing of beauty, really.
2: What tournament was this at?
0: This was Nationals. This was like the first no, Nationals. This have. was the first time that they uh, they started thinking, you know what, maybe we should have like a code of conduct or something like that. <laughs> um, so USAPA, if you're listening, maybe a code of conduct would be a good idea.
2: Is this before he started drinking on the day or is this some time
0: in between? <laughs> uh, I don't think that's ever stopped or began. It's just life. It's just continual flow. <laughs> it's just just flow. Yeah, he's just always in the flow. Um <laughs> One day I might have him on the show, and it's going to be a train wreck, I can, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Now, we've got a little bit off topic there. I, <laughs> I, uh, I forget. Um, but I believe, Joe, it is still your serve. Yes. And you got a chance to win the, win the game here. This is big.
2: This is huge. No pressure.
0: Okay. Pickles was the name of the dog that legend says the sport is named after. What kind of dog was Pickles? Uh, beagle? Ooh. No. No, it definitely wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh it was not a Beagle. That is incorrect. That means Cody, you get another chance. Come on, bud. We believe in you.
3: I actually have a I'm actually pretty confident about this one because uh pickleball came from uh Washington. Yep. So it's a little local to me. Yep. I remember how they uh named it after their dog. Uh wasn't it a uh, uh this is Spaniel.
0: Cocker Spaniel? Cocker Spaniel. Cody, for the point. Oh, there good we go. Wow.
3: Jeez, Back against the wall. This is that it. Was, d- that was a little that was a little trivia. There we go.
0: I tell you, that's good stuff. You're really tapping into that frontal lobe. Well done. Take
3: it. We'll
0: take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, you Newmans, you're good on the pressure. Lo-
3: it was a local question, so <laughs> I appreciate it. Another Washington <laughs> question. It was it was close
0: to me. All right. Well, in that case, you might have a chance at this next one. The original pa- the original paddle design came from which other sport? Racquetball. Sorry, mate. No chance.
3: Uh, oh. Racquetball's a racket. Yeah, yeah.
0: that does. It. I mean, the clue's in the name there, bud.
3: I thought, like, the shape. I thought, like, the shape of it. Like, oh, the like, shape. Yeah. The shape, yeah, yeah. The shape's, like, exactly the same.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah you're not wrong. Right. You're not wrong. However, uh, that is not the answer. That means, Joe, you get a chance here. This is for the win, the paddle design.
2: I'm going to say ping pong.
0: Ping pong is the answer. Oh, yeah. Congratulations.
2: Thank you so much.
0: That is huge. This is a crowning achievement. Alberta, Canada, um, is now really looking to you to to lead the way.
2: I mean, fair. I... I completely agree. There's just so much weight on my yeah, back no. right now. So
0: that's it. Yeah, I mean, don't be surprised yeah. if by the time this podcast comes out, there's already you know a golden statue in in center square there. Um, really,
3: I mean, yeah, you're not. Hopefully, you're not wrong. no one. We don't have a center square, but <laughs> maybe yeah. it's a circle. I'll be uh, driving up to Canada to, to go with them after my siblings <laughs> find out about this loss. <laughs> They're not going to be too happy. Hey, this is. This is the first time that I, I've beaten a Newman. So I'm, I'm
2: actually super, <laughs> I'm super happy about this. I just want to thank God for the opportunity yeah, to yeah. compete at this level. Oh, my God. <laughs> there we go, uh, there
0: we go. You guys are too much. That's good. So, I mean, if I can, I will try to edit out the, let's be honest, numerous questions you both uh, messed up there. If I can, yeah. if I can somehow. Can I help us out a little yeah, bit here, Morgan. The ratio, the ratio of <laughs> correct to incorrect. Yeah, it's like a.
2: You know what? It was a slow start, but I think we, we both kind of caught a groove yeah.
3: right after that. I messed up that inches question. God, That's true. I totally totally spaced in that ping pong. It totally makes sense. I now, will, just stuck in the shade I will
0: never it. forget That's the 7-inch uh, net hype. All right, gentlemen, this has been way too much fun. Thank you both for your time. Uh, Cody, you didn't come away with a win, but did you have fun anyway?
3: Oh, my gosh. No, this is great. This is awesome. Thank you for uh, having me on. Thank you. Yeah, No worries, mate.
0: Good stuff. All right, guys. You stay safe and uh, take care of yourselves. Hopefully, we'll see you on the court soon.
2: Appreciate it, man. Stay safe, eh? Stay safe, everyone.
0: Take it easy, gentlemen. Cheers. Well, that was Pickleball Trivia. I've seen better. I've seen worse. All right, so I'm curious. You obviously come from a, a sport where there's a lot of different sizes that can play um, NFL, you know, American football. What what do you kind of think in terms of pickleball? Do, do, does it strike you as a sport where there is a particular kind of size, uh, shape that really lends itself to pickleball?
1: I mean, yeah, like 180 pounds they're in super good shape <laughs> you know that, that's that's what I see you know I'm over here 260 right and I'm playing people that are 175 190 you know if that and I'm like dang they got unlimited energy like I can you know playing them especially singles playing a match like I'm good for you know give me five or six three match games or whatever it is and by the end of the day man I'm tired and you know these young these young kids weighing 170 pounds they just got unlimited energy so for me I'm trying to lose weight right now like if I could get down to like 230, 240, I'd be feeling pretty good. Um, That'd be good for me. But, you know, from what I've seen, you know, it's just a young fit, you know, in shape people that it's – it's hard to compete against, you know, for especially someone as big as me.
0: I can tell you're you're yawning. You're tired from uh, running after the kids. I'm sure.
1: Oh, oh no, no, I was, <laughs> I was out of breath. So I was because that, oh, that I just did. So I was like trying to breathe <laughs> out, but not make it noticeable. Uh, <laughs> but yeah.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. I, it happens to me all the time, mate. And I'm like 145 pounds wet. Um, so don't don't feel bad. So you said you're trying to you're trying to drop a few lbs. What are you What are you doing? Is it is it mostly in the kitchen or are you able to get some exercise you know in the kind of quarantine situation we're in
1: yeah no I get I get out uh you know I'll run like mile and a half three days a week and then I'll go uh, I'll know somebody that has a, a pickleball court uh, in their backyard so I actually still get some good pickleball work so I'll do that two to three times a week as well so you know just between pickleball and some running and then uh, the days that I run I work out get a little <laughs> You know, I guess prison workout now because we can't go to the gym or anything. That's what I'm doing right now. Hey,
0: if you end up with that prison body, you're you're good, man. Right? Exactly.
1: (laughs) I just I don't eat like that. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) well, I got to tell you, mate, this has been uh, an honor and a privilege. I think this is going to be something. The time you've got now, whereby a lot of people don't have a um, a court to work with you're going to be able to leapfrog a whole bunch of people very quickly for my money you know you already have the most important thing to succeed in pickleball and you know almost anything really and that's the the drive yeah. um, and be- belief you can you can do it so i would say the sky is the limit mate
1: i hope so man hopefully one day i'm out there playing against you we'll see right?
0: yeah yeah that'd be good <laughs> and mean, and we can reflect on it time together on a on a podcast right <laughs> <laughs> ah, good stuff well mate it's been an absolute privilege thank you so much for taking the time hopefully we'll see you again soon on the court and and speak soon if uh, if you're up for it
1: yeah always up for it thanks for having me morgan i appreciate it and uh, look forward to our talks in the future
0: perfect happy to help you anytime mate just come out to the desert i'll be here <laughs> all right awesome i look forward to it <laughs> cheers mate speak to you soon. This podcast is also brought to you by the next generation of Selkirk Paddle, the Vanguard. So, Shay, as you know, I, I, uh, I'm not from around here and I'm still trying to figure out uh, this whole NFL stuff. I have just a couple of questions that I need to kind of you know, get cleared up. If the quarterback throws the puck to home base, how many points is that worth?
1: I suppose uh, I think 9 points. I think you're right on the yeah. nine. I think you're right on the money right there.
0: Perfect. Okay, great, great, great. And how many home runs would you expect to to throw in a in a match? Like for you for you personally, what's your record? Uh 58. 58. Yeah. Nice. Okay, that's that's a good number. That's much more than me for sure. <laughs> now you, you you won the Super Bowl. Um, have you ever thought about using it as a salad bowl?
1: Oh man, that would be awesome, right? Just to eat out of it.
0: That's the dream.
1: That's the dream.
0: I would just invite friends over. Hey, we're having salad again. Shay, Shay, are you using the the, the Super Bowl as a salad bowl again? <laughs> Maybe
1: using my Super Bowl ring as a spoon over here.
0: Well, I'm I'm uh, I'm glad you cleared those up for me, right that was good. That's going to be. Uh, I can. I can already tell. That's going to be our best podcast ever.
1: You're going to have to edit.
0: It uh, luckily, it's not me. It's, it's uh, this guy Forrest. He's he's the backbone of the organisation. Uh, I have to. I have to say that. So it feels good. All right. Once more with feeling.